Welcome to Good News on Catholic Spirit Radio, a program for teens and almost teens to better understand that the gospel of Jesus Christ is relevant in their lives. And it's a place where your questions about faith and religion can be answered. And now, here's your host, Deacon Al. Thank you, John, and good evening, everyone. Welcome to Good News here on Catholic Spirit Radio. I am Deacon Al, and we're here to uh, talk to you about the readings from this Sunday's Mass, uh, to talk about how the gospel affects us in our life today, to talk about the church in general, life in general, and uh, to just share some time together as uh, fellow Christians. It's been a good week. Have you had a good week, John? Eh, so John's shaking kind of so-so. I've had a very good week. Uh, Thursday of this week, I was able to spend pretty much the entire day from about 8.30 in the morning till 2.30 in the afternoon with the 6th, 7th, and 8th graders at Corpus Christi Grade School in Bloomington. We did a series of uh, workshops on Advent. And uh, what great kids. Just what terrific young people these were. So mostly from what, ages, oh, 11 to 13, pretty much that range. And they just had, uh, they, they were very chatty, a lot of input, a lot of good conversation, uh, a lot of good Good thoughts going on. They're, they're really starting to embrace their faith and understand it. And I uh, just had wonderful conversations with them. I did a terrible, terrible thing to them, though. I mean, terrible thing. The confessional is waiting for me. The uh, So we're explaining Advent. So what is Advent? Well, Advent is a, a, a time before a big event. It's the preparation before an event. So in biblical times, the Advent was the activity that went about while you were preparing for a dignitary to visit your community. Uh, It could be a member of royalty was going to be passing through or uh, one of the prophets, or perhaps you were going to, uh, to have a conquering general from some uh, big battle was going to come by. So you would prepare a welcome for him, right? So that was the advent. So in the church day advent, we are preparing for the coming of a very important person, the coming of Christ. Christ is coming in two different ways to us. Uh, in one way, he's coming as God incarnate, the baby Jesus in, in the manger. But we're also celebrating the coming of Christ at the end of time, uh, when we'll all be judged. And some of us will be judged as sheep and some as goats. And the sheep will follow the shepherd to heaven, and the goats won't. The goats go elsewhere, right? And there's going to be, make no mistake, there's going to be a lot of goats. And uh, they have no one to blame but themselves because we've been invited to follow the shepherd. So the, what Advent does, it gives us an opportunity to grow in that preparation. So how do you get across to a bunch of young people the importance of being excited about the preparation of the arrival for someone who you don't know when they're going to come? You don't know when they'll get here. So I told them that Taylor Swift was coming. I told them that Bishop Dilka, with all his super connections, has arranged for the school to be visited sometime in the future when she gets off her tour. She's agreed to stop by the school. Taylor Swift is coming. Oh, my gosh. The chaos that broke out in these classrooms. Uh, the kids were very, very excited. So I said, well, so now this is, this is our moment for Advent. Now we're going to plan a welcome for Taylor Swift. So let's look at things like 
decorations and and uh, clothing and and food and music. You know, what are we going to do to prepare ourselves? And they did a great job. I mean, they hurled themselves into this exercise and they came up with some really great ideas. One group had decided that they're going to uh, decorate each classroom as a different, in the theme of a different Taylor Swift album. I, that, that's very creative, very creative. Uh, they, they all agreed they needed to dress differently. Uh, they had to dress up. And, and, and the idea wasn't so much the clothes they wore, but just looking nicer, looking, looking their best for their guest. <clears throat> Pardon me. Uh, food, they all agreed they had to have special food, a banquet. And that's what we do at, at, at Advent time now. I mean, you think about it. We, we get special clothing. We have a special banquet. We call it the Eucharist. Right? We have a special meal. Uh, we decorate our homes. We decorate our streets. We have special music specifically for the season. So what they did now is then is very much what we did now and very much what they would do if someone like Taylor Swift was coming. But as excited as they were, I had to admit to them, actually, I got a phone call from, from the bishop during our talk. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Oh, well, uh, they're right here. I just told them. Okay, sure. So I said, I have more news from the bishop. Taylor Swift's not coming. And they were all, oh, I said, but Jesus is. Now that should be cause for more celebration than Taylor Swift coming because Taylor Swift doesn't know any of us. Taylor Swift doesn't even think about any of us. She certainly doesn't love us. How could she love us when she doesn't know us? And that led us into, well, how can you say you love Christ if you don't know Christ? And how do you get to know somebody? You spend time with them. So how much time are you spending with Christ in prayer, in adoration, in the rosary, in mass? You know, if, you're, if we're really going to say that we're, we want to be sheep, then we should be following the shepherd and we should be spending time with the shepherd. And, and so that got us into a whole conversation of how do we have an advent within ourselves, not just in our homes or in community, but how do we prepare? Because like with Taylor Swift, we don't know when Christ is coming. So we have to be, we have to have preparations all the time. We can't wait to prepare. You've got to start preparing now because for all we know, the end of time could be in a couple hours. It could be tomorrow. It could be a year from now. It could be a thousand years from now. Whatever it is, we need to prepare now. Uh, And the example uh, that scripture uses, and I think it's a perfect example, is you lock the door of your house to protect it against thieves, but you never know when the thief is coming. I mean, if we knew, we could leave the house wide open and just lock the door the night we know the thief is coming, but we don't know when that's going to happen. So that means locking the door every night. Well, if we're going to prepare our, our, our souls, our character, our spirit, uh, our love for one another, our forgiveness for one another, to be ready for that judgment, we got to start today, now. You can't wait for tomorrow because you don't know what's going to happen in between. You don't know what's going to happen a day from now or a week from now or a year from now. So the preparation, our advent has to begin today and it has to persevere. And you have to continue it. You can't just, you can't just say, I'm going to follow Christ 
for a couple of weeks and then I'll be ready for him. What if he doesn't come for 50 years? You still have to be ready and you have to be ready each and every day. So it, it turned into a really good conversation. The, the kids had a lot of really great input and uh, they were just a real joy to be around. If you're a parent of a, of a child at Corpus Christi at in fifth, sixth, seventh or eighth grade, uh, you should be really proud of your kids. These were, these were wonderful young people. And I'm, I'm looking forward to an opportunity to go back and, and share some more time with them. Uh, they have in one of the rooms, and I have to say this, the sixth grades were the best. The sixth graders were just the best. They had the best response. When I, when I said Taylor Swift, they were all excited about Taylor Swift. They really got into that. And when I said Taylor Swift isn't going to be able to come, they were, oh, well, that's too bad. I said, but Christ is coming. They stood up and cheered. Big round of applause for Jesus. I mean, that was awesome. That was awesome. The eighth graders were pretty excited both ways, not as excited as the sixth. The seventh graders, I don't know what it is about seventh grade. They were kind of, half were really excited and the other half were, couldn't we get somebody else? I mean, can we put in for, can we put in for somebody other than Taylor Swift? But uh, anyway, it was a, it was a great day. We had, we had uh, lots of fun, lots of good conversation. I, I just uh, really appreciated the chance uh, to, to be around them. So uh, thank you to the teachers, uh, to, uh, I'm going to forget Mary's last name now. I'm sorry, Mary, I forgot your last name. Um, who invited me to come. We just, we just had a great time. So, and I apologize to everybody for fibbing about Taylor Swift. Um, it was a white lie. It was one of those just for the moment to get us through the exercise. And, uh, and you all responded uh, beautifully to it. And we were able to spend some time in adoration, which I dearly love. And uh, they were very attentive uh, through all of that. So, uh, so thank you, kids. We had, I had a great time and I, I hope to come back and see you again soon. This is uh, another reason for celebrating. This is Gadate Sunday. This is, this is pink, not pink, rose. Sorry, it's rose. It's one of two days out of the year we get to wear rose vestments. And uh, it's so joyful. It just looks so celebratory when, you, when you've gotten used to the dark violet, you know, or in the dark reds and, all, and the dark greens to be able to come out in this, this vibrant rose uh, as part of our, our celebration over the joy of being almost all the way through Advent, which is just so hard to believe that we're halfway through. I mean, one week, we're a week from Christmas. Normally this would be two weeks away, but this is because Christmas is on a Monday. Christmas Eve is on a Sunday. So I'm homilist at, at one of my churches uh, Sunday, but it's not Christmas Eve Mass because it's the morning Mass. So it's the last day of Advent Mass. And then I come back that night and I do the Christmas Eve Vigil Mass. And I come back the next day on a Monday and I do the Christmas Day Mass. So we have the end of one season, the beginning of another. We have Sunday obligation, Holy Day obligation. There's a lot going on this weekend. Busy, busy, busy. And we had a wonderful breakfast. So if you're listening Saturday evening, we're going to have a wonderful breakfast tomorrow at, at, at Holy Trinity. If you're listening Sunday evening to, to our program, we had a wonderful breakfast this Sunday morning. I know that right now there's 50-some people, uh, women, 
signed up for this. So this is a special uh, women in faith breakfast that we're having with a speaker from uh, uh, the diocese. You've, you've probably heard the commercials for the event here on Catholic Spirit Radio. And uh, the sign-up has been really, really good. Uh, we are The men of, of the parishes are doing the cooking and waiting tables for the ladies. Isn't that nice? And this is for women of all ages. So uh, it's, this is for moms and grandmothers and daughters and sisters. Bring all the women of, of any parish. Uh, well, I should say, you've already done it. <laughs> um and, and we're looking forward to making this an annual event. And then halfway through Lent, we're going to do the same event for the men. So a special breakfast just for men with a special speaker uh, coming in. And the women are going to cook and wait our tables like they've never done that before, right? That, whoa, that's really new. Um, so, yeah, we're going to make this an annual event. And we're, we're really excited about that. Uh, kudos to Dave Liptak. Um, Holy Trinity and Historic St. Patrick's Church, who's just been doing uh, evangelical event after event after event at these parishes. Uh, the man is is totally tireless. I can't tell you the number of, of different programs he's presented in, in the last two years, but it's dozens and dozens and dozens. He's really kept our facilities busy with all kinds of uh, discipleship and evangelization programs. And uh, it has really enriched our parishes. So, and hopefully you have someone like that in your parish too, uh, who's doing that. And if you do, get them in touch with Catholic Spirit Radio. We we love promoting all kinds of church activities, and we're we're reaching not only the Peoria diocese, but the Rockford diocese and the Joliet diocese and the Springfield diocese. If you're located anywhere in there, and there's something happening at your parish, let's talk about it. Uh, tell us. We'll talk to you on the air about it. We'll we'll announce it uh, between our programs, uh, and we reach a lot of people, a lot of people through our through our seven stations. Uh, hopefully, soon to be eight. We'll see. But we're growing leaps and bounds. Uh, that's our effort. That's our Christmas wish: is to continue to grow and continue to add more stations to our network. Uh, and a cr- great Christmas gift from you to the station would be your prayers. Please pray for pray for our ministry and for the uh, the expansion of our ministry. And if uh, the Holy Spirit moves you to send in some resources uh, to help us in our growth, uh, we we would greatly appreciate that as well. But uh, things are good. Life is good, and God is good in all things. And uh, we're very excited about what's happening here at Catholic Spirit Radio. We're excited about what's happening in our parishes. Um, I think we're finally waking up from the COVID pandemic, even though there's still a little bit around. I think our communities as a whole are coming back to life. Uh, And that is such a joyful thing to see. And that's what we should be celebrating. uh, Gadate Sunday is, is the joys of our faith and, uh, and the real blessings uh, that we have. uh, Thanks be to God. We're going to take a short break. We're going to come back with our readings Uh, from the Mass of the third Sunday of Advent here on Catholic Spirit Radio. You're listening to Good News. Stay tuned. Good News will be right back on Catholic Spirit Radio. 
Christmas and year-end giving constitutes one-third of all charitable donations made annually. Please join others in supporting Catholic Spirit Radio during December. Donations do great good and are tax-deductible. To give to our Christmas and year-end giving campaign, please visit our website at catholicspiritradio.com today. Listeners support Catholic Spirit Radio in many different ways. Some write checks, others use credit cards. But did you know that you can also give Catholic Spirit Radio your old car, truck, boat, motorcycle, or RV, even if it's not working? Donating your vehicle is easy. We take care of everything from pickup to tax receipt. Just go to CatholicSpiritRadio.com to click on the Donate Your Vehicle link or call 866-628-628. Cars. Jesus said, Make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. It was because of these words of Christ that Catholic Spirit Radio was founded. As Christians, we should evangelize because our love of God and neighbor compels us to do so. By supporting Catholic Spirit Radio, you are participating in the work of evangelization and fulfilling your Christian duty. May God bless you generously for doing so. And welcome back to Good News. I'm Deacon Al Lundy, uh, speaking to you from Catholic Spirit Radio. And thank you for listening. We're here on the air every Saturday and Sunday evening at 8 o'clock. And tonight we're going to go through the readings from this weekend's Mass. Uh, Very joyful readings because it is a very joyful weekend, uh, a very joyful Sunday in the Church. Uh, Before we get into the readings, I want to remind you that you can be part of Good News and of Catholic Spirit Radio by sending in your questions to our mailbag. Our email address is goodnews at catholicspiritradio.org, and uh, we'll be glad to read your questions here on the air. Uh, Answered a bunch of questions today from our students at at Corpus Christi Grade School and Junior High. Uh, Some really great ones. Man, they do a a neat thing. They have buckets, uh, metal buckets sitting in the room, that uh, one for each grade. This is in in the classroom where they do religious ed. And if they have any questions at all, just like what we do, they can write the question down and throw it in a bucket. And then when a priest or a deacon is visiting, we go into the buckets and, and we pull out questions and answer them. And uh, boy, I had some great questions in there today. We didn't, we didn't answer them in class, but I was, I was cheating and peeking through the, uh, the buckets for the priests to see what kind of questions they get. Really smart questions. I mean, really, these kids are really thinking about their faith and, and trying to understand uh the scripture and the the doctrines and the traditions of the of the church in asking some really really deep insightful questions. Uh, so I'm anxious to go back and and play stump the deacon with with them as well. So our readings this weekend are from Isaiah uh, for our first reading, and then we have uh, Paul to the Thessalonians for our second reading, and then we have a fairly long gospel from John, but that's okay because it's a beautiful one. So we, we don't mind long Gospels when they're, when they're so rich as, as these are. So let's start with our, our first reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. And Isaiah is used a lot during Advent and, and even during Christmas because Isaiah uh, was the one who really told us about the coming of Christ. It was Isaiah who told us about uh, the virgin birth 
and, and uh, so much more uh, that was going to come true with, uh, with the birth of Christ. And it's amazing because he's hundreds of years before uh, the nativity. And so the, the Jewish people had hundreds of years to prepare uh, an advent that didn't just last a few weeks, but lasted for decades and centuries. And yet, even after knowing everything that Isaiah foretold for them, when the event finally came, they didn't see it. They just didn't see it. They were blinded to it, like a, a veil pulled over their eyes. But looking back at it now, it just all makes so much sense. So let's start with the prophet Isaiah. This is from chapter 61. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me. He has sent me to bring glad tidings to the poor, to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and release to the prisoners, to announce a year of favor from the Lord and a day of vindication by our God. I rejoice heartily in the Lord, and my God is the joy of my soul, for he has clothed me with the robe of salvation and wrapped me in a mantle of justice. Like a bridegroom adorned with a diadem, like a bride bedecked with her jewels. As the earth brings forth its plants and a garden makes its growth spring up, so will the Lord God make justice and praise spring up before all the nations. And it kind of sounds like Isaiah is talking about himself, but if you put this in the context of what he's talking about before and after this passage, he's, he's proclaiming Christ. Everything he says here is is true of, of Christ, the bridegroom of, of with his bride, the church, uh, and the and the, the glad tidings to the poor to heal the brokenhearted, proclaim liberty to the captives. Jesus came to uh, declare our our freedom from the captivity of sin, to to heal. So much of his ministry was was healing the sick and healing the broken, but he always started with first healing their sins. And so this is a great proclamation of the coming of, of the Christ Jesus. Our letter, uh, our second reading is Paul, a letter to the uh, Thessalonians. Brothers and sisters, rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In all circumstances, give thanks, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. Do not quench the Spirit. The spirit. Do not despise prophetic utterances. Test everything. Retain what is good and refrain from every kind of evil. May the God of peace make you perfectly holy, and may you, in, and may you entirely, spirit, soul, and body, be preserved, from blame, be preserved blameless for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful, and he will also accomplish it. The word of the Lord. What a beautiful passage. Uh, what a great exclamation to, uh, to the point that Isaiah was making. All, talking completely about joy in God and about persevering in in that in that joy, uh, pray without cease, ceasing, and in all circumstances give thanks. We have so much in our lives to be grateful for. You know, if you get away from the news for a little while, because their job is to bring you the bad news, but look at the good news. Look at look at the beauty of this world that we've been given. Uh, look at the beauty of families. Uh, Look, look at the joy of, of the love of, of a couple who's been married. I just had, uh, had lunch the other day with a couple who's been married 67 years. I mean, that's awesome. That, to think about uh, the amount of, of, of personal sacrifice that goes into 
keeping a marriage together for 67 years, happily married together for 67 years, and joyful in what Christ has given them through their children, their grandchildren, their their time together, their their life together. There's just so much to be joyful for if we look around. And that's what this is calling us to, to understand that a life in Christ is is not a burdensome life. This is a life of, of great joy and great gratitude if, if we only look for it. Test everything. Ask questions. I, I was talking to the students today. Uh, ask questions about your faith because it shows that you're, that you're interested. It shows that you're involved. Uh, read the Gospels and ask, what does this mean? You know, what are they trying to tell us about this? Uh, take time, read through the Nativity scene, uh, the Nativity Gospels, and put yourself in the place of Mary and Joseph. What did that night feel like? What were the noises? What were the, what were the smells? What were the sights that they saw? Because there's so much going on there. Uh, so really dig deep uh, into your faith and dig, dig, dig deep into the Scriptures. Our gospel reading is from John. This is a man named John. This is a different John now. He's talking. This is John the Apostle talking about John the Baptist. A man named John was sent from God. He came for testimony to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to testify to the light. And this is the testimony of John. When the Jews from Jerusalem sent priests and Levites to him to ask him, Who are you? He admitted and did not deny it, but admitted, I am not the Christ. So they asked him, What are you then? Are you Elijah? And he said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, No. So they said to him, Who are you? So we can give an answer to those who sent us. What do you have to say for yourself? And John said, I am the voice of one crying out in the desert, Make straight the way of the Lord, as Isaiah the prophet had said. Some Pharisees were also sent, and they asked him, Why then do you baptize if you are not the Christ or Elijah or the prophet? And John answered them, I baptize with water, but there is one among you whom you do not recognize, the one who is coming after me, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to untie. This happened in Bethany, across the Jordan, when John was baptizing. The Gospel of the Lord. As I said, they had hundreds of years to prepare for the coming of Christ, and yet when he came, they did not recognize him. But John knew that Christ had been born, and that he he knew that the Savior was now beginning his, his witness to the world of the love of Christ. And he said, the baptizing I'm doing is different than the baptism he will do. And now as as Christians, we are now subjects of that baptism, the baptism calling us not only to a great love of of God, but also to share that love, that forgiveness, to be Christ to others around us. So that's my wish for you, my my final Advent uh, wish as we we head next week into the Christmas season. Uh, Strengthen yourself through your preparation for Christmas that next year you can be Christ in someone else's life. You can be that vessel of healing, that vessel of forgiveness, uh, that vessel of love and charity. This is Deacon Al for Good News on Catholic Spirit Radio. May God bless you, protect you from all evil, and bring you to everlasting life. 
Amen. You've been listening to Good News on Catholic Spirit Radio, a program for teens and almost teens to better understand that the gospel of Jesus Christ is relevant in your life. Submit your questions to Deacon Al at goodnews at catholicspiritradio.com. That's goodnews at catholicspiritradio.com. Deacon will answer your questions about faith and religion. Thank you for listening to Good News on Catholic Spirit Radio.